Welcome back to another edition of the Corporate Box On Tour, Carry On Cruising Edition, where we are currently hitting the high seas in the South Pacific, live on board Royal Caribbean's megaship, the sensational explorer of the seas. Once again, Uncle Redmond and the Licensee will bring you all of the happenings of life on board. Okay, Uncle Redmond, just a bit of a short time, a bit of quick time here for a bit of a recap on day five of uh, Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas. But we were in Leafy today, and um, whilst I was poolside, in fact, in the pool, and indulging on an obligatory uh, frozen mojito, um, I did happen to notice that there was a lot of both young girls and old with braided hair. I presume that was the shore excursion of choice on Lufu, was a bit of braided hair for the girls. Now, neither Uncle Rev nor the licensee attended Lufu today, but I was very disappointed when I saw that because I thought I thought to myself that we could have attended Lufu and, and we could have got Uncle Redman's hair braided. And I, I was disappointed. Do you, how do you think that would have gone down, Uncle Revan? Not, not very well, Licensee, insofar as I'm very much a short back and sides type customer. And now, uh, now, 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 Uncle Revan, from what I've noticed, that isn't a deterrent for braiding. No, there are quite a few customers walking around sunburnt, looking stupid with braids in their hair. Some, most of them, most of them are, are Caucasian too, which makes them look even more stupid. Indeed, 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 Uncle Redmond. And uh, so braids aren't something you'd be interested in, or, or, or what do you think of the braids? I don't, you know, I'm, I, uh, it's a broad church licensee. I don't care what people do with their hair, their bodies, their fingers, their genitalia, their mouths when they're cheering for teams that I don't cheer for in the rugby league, for instance, like this evening. I don't care what they do. I just want to see people participating and having a good time. If it turn, if it tickles their pickle, then knock yourself out. Sorry to mix my metaphors. That's okay, Uncle Revan. In fact, Uncle Revan, he, he, he put a nice segue into another part of, of uh, the Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas experience, and that is trying to get sport on a television uh, run by a Filipino. Now, I will tell you what. <laughs> I, will, I will tell you what. Trying to get a sports channel... In a sports bar, run by a Filipino, is it's it's a very hard ordeal, and I'll tell you what, I've never seen chaos like it on a cruise ship. In fact, it was it was there was there was almost uh, sackings on board tonight. Um, we we rocked up to the tavern to watch to watch the Broncos and uh, and Storm play, and, and we will we will announce that uh, the Storm have defeated the Broncos twenty two to twelve. Uh, Uncle Redmond obviously uh, called that at 20 to 12, I believe, in his preview of round one. Uh, so he wasn't far off the mark. Uh, but yes, it was chaos, absolute chaos. We couldn't work out what channel they were going to put it on, how they were going to get it on, what they were doing, we didn't know where it was, what was going on, what channel it could be on, how do you, how do you change a channel? Uh, it was utter chaos. Your thoughts on it, Uncle Redmond? I'll tell you what, the only thing more predictable than a pack of Filipinos with remote controls not being able to find the correct sports channel is a Melbourne performance like that. I mean, you, you, couldn't, you, could, you couldn't get more Melbourne than if you were uh, sitting in the rain in, uh, inside a cafe in Fitzroy wearing a skivvy and drinking a coffee and, and ruminating about how much you hate Sydney. That's how Melbourne a performance that was. 
It was a typical Melbourne performance. And as we pointed out in the preview, Melbourne have not lost a round one game under Craig Bellamy, and that didn't at all change tonight. Now, the other uh, highlight or lowlight of of day five, Uncle Redmond, was fast forward. Uh, The little showtime production that the ship puts on... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Now, as you can guess by uh, the laughter of Uncle Redmond... Uh, it's, it was humorous to say the least, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I want Uncle Redmond's thoughts on the production. This, this may not surprise you, uh, see but uh, in in my years in high school, uh, I was in the drama club. Uh, something I quite enjoyed. I quite enjoy. Uh, I quite enjoy uh, literature of uh, of uh, you know the, the great playwrights, Bertolt Brecht, for instance, uh, people like that. Um, but I found High School Musical like every fucking musical that had gone on at my old college were all the duds who thought they could sing, play the piano, uh, were into flash dance, loved the TV show Fame, used to uh, get up there and just prance around like punces, uh, pretending that they knew what they were doing when they weren't really very good. Um, and that tended to be the, uh, the story of this evening when we watched the, uh, the uh, uh, what was it called? The Fast, the the fast, fast Forward production. Well, fuck, I, I fucking wish I could fucking fast forward it because it took too long. <laughs> and uh, there was no rhyme or reason to it. Um, they started off with some bloody, you know, uh, flash dance uh, bloody thing. And then we went straight to the 50s and did all that do-whoppy-whoppy-boo-wop thing, uh, pretending that they're in a gang and that girl meets boy and boy meets girl and they all sing and everyone ends up happy or not happy. I don't know. Fucking, we left, didn't we? I've got no idea. We did. We left at halftime. We thought we'd come and uh, have chaos with the Filipinos on, uh, on sports TV. Anyway, that's a bit of a recap of Day 5. Back soon. Okay, just time for a quick shout out to a couple of the sponsors of the Corporate Box on Tour, Carry On Cruising Edition. Of course, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the great people at Cheap Cruise Sales. You can find them online at cheapcruisesales.com.au. Bomo Travel, of course, are always providing awesome travel advice in the must-do and never-to-be-missed festival and party travel markets over at fomotravel.com. None of this would be possible without Fomo Travel, because none of us want to miss out. Uncle Redmond, it's day six on uh, Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas. We have been to the destinations on offer as part of the trip. We went to Noumea, we saw Lifu, um, and now it's time to head back towards Sydney. And we've got a couple of days on board um, for us to indulge ourselves on the offerings of uh, Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas and, and, and what, it's, what, it's, what it can bring to the table. Now, I have to ask you, what are you looking forward to most on our last couple of days on board? Well, I actually thought I might. I, might, I, thought, I actually thought I might have attracted the attention of a few good-looking lassies. Uh, you know, the old Uncle Redmond. He's uh, he's always full of full of, full of laughs and always looking good, nice ass and all that. Now, Uncle Redmond, I will say that if you were out of bed for more than four hours a day, that might have happened. <laughs> they well have, but I still maintain that the contact I've had with them. 
there's been a little bit of interest there. There's been a few few smiles, a few hair flicks, a, bit, a little bit of a little bit of physical flirting, especially with the staff. Though I suspect that they're just angling for a, a tip. Um, but that, that being said, uh, I'm a bit disappointed. I haven't uh, haven't attracted a little bit more attention to the lassies. I did note the other day that there was a uh, a flyer that was stuck under my. Uh, my uh, my door for a massage. Um, now, when I lived in uh, in Kings Cross uh, quite a few years ago at a uh, an establishment that was deemed a disorderly house by the New South Wales Police, I might add. Um, when I had a massage, an offer for a massage for fifty dollars uh, slipped under my uh, door in handwriting at that establishment, I knew what I was going to get. Um, this one, I did, I wasn't quite sure. It seemed quite expensive, and it didn't sound as though there was going to be a happy ending. So um, you know, these last few days, I'm just going to relax. Have a few more of these pink drinks that we're having at the moment. What are these called? Uh, these are um, Spice Runners. Um, Captain Morgan's and a Rum Runner combined in one lovely glass. I've got a feeling that Gary from Woi Woi would like these because they've got a little bit of uh, Captain Morgan's in them. Gary from Woi Woi? <laughs> did, did, did we ask Gary from Woi Woi what sort of drink he liked? I didn't ask Gary. I didn't ask Gary from Woi Woi, but I know I know Gary from Woi Woi's cousin who uh, lives in Macquarie in uh, in uh, Canberra. I, I think that I think you might be thinking of uh, someone else. I think Gary from Woi Woi's cousin lives in uh, Sydney. Right, right. I, 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 think, right. I, think, I think I think that's the one you're talking about. I'm thinking of Joe, Joe, Uncle Joe from Queenbeyan. Uncle Joe's nephew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Uncle Joe's nephew. I reckon would love these drinks, notwithstanding the fact that they're pink, which doesn't go with his pale complexion. But otherwise, the Captain Morgan Spice Rum, I think he would love it. I'll tell you what, though. I will say, if we go back on uh, to the story of recap of day five, um, that is one thing that I would pay good money to see, and that is the braiding of the hair of Gary from Woiwoi. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I... I if they could braid Gary from Woi Woi's hair, I, 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 I actually think that it's closer than autonomous vehicles. Are you talking, about, are you talking about head hair or back hair for, for Gary from Woi Woi? Well, who knows, who knows. But uh, I, it's like an autonomous... In fact, Uncle Redmond, we've been on the cruise now for five days. In fact, this is now day six. So, so we've been on the, the ship for five full days. Do you think there's been any advancements on autonomous vehicles but running around willy-nilly in a jurisdiction in Australia. I did see the captain earlier today uh, and I said good morning and then uh, I quickly corrected myself and said uh, good afternoon captain and then I thought to myself if you're if you're here who, who the fuck is uh, driving this thing and then I remembered we were docked so no. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Redman, Uncle Redman. All right well uh, look there's plenty to be done. Uh, what You did talk about doing quite a few things on board and and one of those before you came on board, which you were very interested on, was joining up with the pump class. Now, how has that gone, Uncle Reverend, the pump class? There's been no exercise whatsoever, other than the fact when I've exercised my fantasies thinking about Irene of an evening. Yes, you have mentioned young Irene, the, uh, the lovely assistant waitress. Now, also mini golf, uh, the nine holes there next to the Flow Rider surf machine. Uh, will that be getting a run over the next couple of days? Well, I can see I turned up with uh, all the necessary attire, uh, sandals, uh, bodies, uh, a hat, uh, t-shirts, but I didn't bring any sun cream. And I can tell you now, the way the old Uncle Redmond hits them, uh, there's likely to be a few hit out of bounds into the deep blue, 
and uh, a lot of a lot of sunburnt wrists, a lot of sunburnt wrists for the old Uncle Redmond, regardless of how he plays. So, betwixt and between, I've got to say, license seat. All right. Well, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, also Uncle Redmond and the license seat do have some onboard credit to spend, and uh, what better way to do that than uh, at the Cash and Carry Casino on board Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas. We may give the casino a run, do you think, Uncle Redmond? I'm going to see if uh, Irene does any after-hours services myself. <laughs> Probably that's a wishful thinking, Uncle Redmond, wishful thinking. Of course, a bingo session, of course, I think on the last day they'll have a mega, mega jackpot. We may even win our, we're able to win our cruise money back, Uncle Redmond. What do you think? That'd be fantastic. I can see why some of these people double up and come again. That's why they look so happy, some of these bogans. <laughs> All right, we may have a bit of a session on the clientele of uh, Royal Caribbean uh, later on uh, in the cruise ship. Anyway, that's uh, what's Uncle Revan and the Light and Sea will be up to you for the next couple of days. Hope you join in. All right, Uncle Revan, I'd love to get your thoughts on uh, some of the great drinking establishments here on board Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas. We have frequented a number of the uh, bars on board um, and we just thought we'd give the listeners a bit of a review of each of the bars and happenings. Now we're currently sitting in the R bar which I think is probably the most disappointing bar uh, on the Royal Caribbean. Now we, we, we went here the other day seeking a couple of refreshments. I asked for just, just a Dos Equis, nothing, nothing uh, extreme uh, and our Eastern European bartender, well he, uh, he said no. That was not here. Uh, Uncle Redman asked for a Kraken Colada, and his response was, no blended drinks. Uh, so then we left. Um, but that's probably about the highlight of the R-Bar. Well, so see, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm actually, you know, fine when, when I've asked for a Kraken Colada, and has, I have asked for one on quite a few occasions, I've got to say. Most of the time, I'm very well accommodated. Um, there's Kraken everywhere, really. It's worse than crack. It's worse than crack in, in bloody Baltimore. There's Kraken everywhere on this boat. Um, now, speaking of Kraken, now, now some of the listeners may not know what Kraken is. Kraken, we have established, is a black spiced rum at 94 proof, which is 47% alcohol. So basically what they do with a Kraken colada is they make up a pina colada. So they put a pina colada mix with, all, with, a, with a shot of, of white rum. And then what they do on top is they just give you an extra shot of Kraken on top. It's, it's a crazy drink. It's, 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 it's liquid gold. It's a wonderful drink. I think they re- what they basically do is they do, they do make a pina colada, but they pull out the pina and put in some kraken, and it's bloody good. But what you have to be wary of, as the um, Ukrainian gentleman indicated at this particular bar we're sitting at at the moment, um, not all bars do blended drinks. That's fine. What I'm a little bit disappointed in, mostly for you, Licensee, is that uh, you'd think that your little bloody Mexican green bottle beer would be ubiquitous on this boat, but you can't seem to find it. It's on every menu, it's on every bloody menu, but when you ask for it, no, no, no mas, or or, or whatever they say in bloody Spanish. Um, uh, It doesn't seem to be available. Yes, yes, you've got to, you've got to find the, the bars for, for Dos Equis. Sometimes I'll just say, how about Corona? You want Corona? No, I want Dos Equis. But that's okay. Anyway, a couple of the other establishments uh, around the ship, uh, the Crown and Kettle uh, English Pub, which, we, which Redmond and I have actually just left uh, to come and uh, do the podcast of the day. Um, what are your thoughts on the Crown and Kettle English Pub? Not a bad, not a bad little English pub, but uh, unfortunately uh, some of the Indian bar staff there are all thumbs. 
One in particular, uh, he doesn't seem to know. He's got a memory like a goldfish, and he's uh, a memory like. Speaking of a memory like a goldfish, we, we had a red stripe there earlier, and I've had a drink. He served about four people in in between me getting the red stripe, and he's asked me to all want another one, and straight out he's poured a Heineken. I'm thinking, you've served nobody. How could you forget that I was not drinking a red stripe? Having said that, uh, I asked him for a double bourbon and coke, and I've I've done that elsewhere, and. And the bar staff have said, I'm sorry, sir, I really can't serve you a double. I'll, I'll give you a single with a little little, little kiss. A little, little bit extra, a little kiss on the cheek to go, to go with. And that's fine. But I'll tell you what, this young chap, he's given me, a, he's given me two and a half. He's given him a double. Well, uh, you know, sometimes a free pouring, you know, depending if you get, get yourself at the right bar, you know, you never know what you might get. Now, one bar that we did go to is the Tavern. And uh, we'll be frequenting the Tavern very much later in the week because they will have live sports including the NRL action on down in the tavern bit of a sports bar and uh, their, their main bartender is uh, Anthony Sir Anthony um, as Uncle Redmond St Anthony St Anthony uh, as Uncle Redmond is referred to what, do you, what are your thoughts on the tavern bar Uncle Redmond I really like the tavern bar I love St Anthony he is a saint he tries to do everything for you uh, he is the patron saint of lost causes, so if you are a lost cause and you need a lemonade, go down and see St Anthony and he will set you straight. He'll take you straight to heaven. Yes, now also something that we should mention is the schooner bar. The schooner bar is on every single Royal Caribbean ship and it has been since day one. A nautical themed bar, uh, quite often where they'll be having trivia. Uh, it's a piano bar, the piano bar girl's not too bad, although she does have a lot of background music, uh, which I think probably, probably clouds out the fact that she's not that great on the piano does have a reasonable voice but um, probably wouldn't win the karaoke competition um, but anyway yes we've had a couple of refreshments at the schooner bar but no, nothing uh, nothing too major now of course we were up at the viking crown lounge on day one uncle redmond which uh, you referred to as uh, private bin um, now it is also doubles at the nightclub now we've not been up to the nightclub at this point in time during nightclub hours um, obviously we've kept that for the kiddies um, but your thoughts on the viking crown bar i like the viking crown bar um, we've met some very nice people up there during daytime hours. Um, probably, you know, one of the things that disappointed me about the private bin back in the day was when they, they sort of, they, they broke off in two. I used to like, I used to like downstairs private bin. I used to like that during the day. Uh, when I first took a job in the, uh, in the public service in Canberra in the late 80s, um, we often used to skive off there and have a, uh, a, a half, half pint of Coopers with the old handles the old, the old handle half pints, and they used to have coopers on tap at the old, uh, the old dance downstairs bin. So it used to bring back a lot of happy memories. Uh, but thankfully, um, this private bin style uh, uh, nightclub, they haven't, they haven't sort of, they haven't cut it in half and said, "Here you go. Here's the people that like drinking beer in handles." Everyone's the same. We're all sophisticated. We're all nice, and all the rest of it. Though having said that, you're quite right, licensee. We haven't been there after dark yet, so I don't know what it's going to be like when the sun goes down. We will check it out before the end of the cruise, just to give listeners a, a bit of feedback on uh, the the Viking Crown Lounge. All right, a couple of the other bars. Obviously, the pool bar, extremely popular during the day. It is hard to get a drink. In fact, Uncle Redman and I were looking for a drink earlier. It was five deep at the pool bar. What were these people thinking? Uncle Redmond's melanomas were, 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 were singing out in pain as he was waiting in line to get a drink. And so we, had, we, we, we just had to go dry and, go, and get, go somewhere else. Yes, another bar that is also very popular during the day is the Solarium Bar. Uh, I was at the Solarium Bar numerous times yesterday during my pool session. Uh, it was another, another extremely popular event. 
Um, so that's sort of the main bars happening on uh, Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas. Uh, you can be rest assured that Uncle Redmond and the licensee will enjoy a refreshment at each and every one of them. Okay, Redmond, the listeners have uh, emailed in with uh, what they'd like to hear about Uncle Redmond's Furious Five. Um, five quick, sharp topics that they want Uncle Redmond's view on. Now, we won't tell you what they are beforehand, but um, basically we'll go through all five. Um, probably give you 30 seconds okay. on... Tell us what you think about this and give us 30 seconds of your time of Uncle Redmond's opinion. All right, the first one, Catholic versus public school system. Well, if you go into the Catholic school system, you're basically paying money to make your kids believe in a magic sky daddy. And you're also paying money to ensure that there are teachers on duty to ensure that you don't, uh, your kiddies aren't videotaping themselves, bashing each other up and putting it on the internet um, at lunchtime. Um, they're pretty much the key differences. So you're for or against Catholic schools? I don't have any opinion either way. Uh, there's benefits to both. Um, there's a hip pocket benefit to putting your kids in private in public school. But the trouble with public school is if your kids are really fucking stupid, which a lot of kids are, um, you're just left to your own devices. Whereas in uh, Catholic school, I think they bring the, the dumb kids up a bit. Okay, thanks for that thought, uh, Uncle Redmond. Now, the next topic that someone's brought up uh, happened a couple of days ago, I believe. Um, obviously, on... Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas, we're not au fait on current news of the day. We're certainly not following it uh, intently anyway. But apparently George Pell has been given six-year sentence. Um, the listeners would like to know Uncle Redmond's views on that six-year sentence for George Pell. I don't really know, but if you busted bloody, you know, sexually, sexually assaulting a child or whatever whatever he's been uh, convicted of, well, yeah, you've got you've to cop some time in the big house. Having said that, um, uh, it seems as though there was really only one witness to the uh, sexual assault, which kind of seems a little bit odd. It became a he said, she said, well, he said, little boy said um, situation. Um, so it seems odd that he was convicted on that evidence, but uh, he was and needs to do time and rightly so. As a learned man, Uncle Redmond, do you think uh, he had a poor lawyer? I went to law school. Uh, thankfully, he didn't have me. Thanks for that, Uncle Redmond. Uh, look, the next question is, uh, we're moving into the sports now. Um, and the next question is, is wrestling fake? It depends on what type of wrestling you're referring to. Um, I've, seen, um, I've seen instances where, obviously, WWE is supposed to be, you know, just choreographed uh, at, uh, entertainment for uh, adults that uh, aren't really into pornography but have a bit of a homoerotic streak. Um, but I've seen instances where they have actually smashed each other with the chair, and it, it, it isn't fake. It was supposed to be fake, but it isn't. Um, so I don't know is the answer to the question. Oh, it's prob <laughs> I, think, I think the result is probably contrived, but how they get to the result probably is up to the two wrestlers. Do you think that's a, a fair analogy, Uncle Redmond? Yeah, that, that, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll run with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, the next question is also in relation to the sports question, and I'm going to give my opinion to this one first. And the question is, why is rugby union dying in Australia? And my question is, firstly, because no Australian gives a fuck about a New Zealand sport. 
what are your thoughts on that, Uncle Redmond? I uh, talk about contrived. Um, my thoughts are that uh, there's this thing in boxing. It's called the silent contract, where two fighters decide, look, uh, you're probably going to win. Uh, let's not get hurt. Let's just uh, dance around and do a bit of boxer size. You can get a few punches. Is here. this wrestling or boxing? No, I'm talking about boxing. I'm talking about boxing. The silent contract. Um, and at the end of the uh, twelve-round bout, it's pretty clear who won, but no one got hurt. Well, there's a lot of silent contracts in rugby union, especially in relation to things like scrums. One time, I was watching rugby union, and they uh, someone knocked the ball and said, "Oh, it's a scrum," and you can see both sets of players go, "Oh, thank goodness for that. We can have a break." You know, I went for a flick around the channels for about twenty minutes and came back, and they hadn't even packed the scrum. That's what's wrong with rugby union. It's too boring and slow. Right. Yes. Well, uh, I'm certainly not into rugby union. Uh... Certainly a game for probably those people that went to Catholic ahead of private school. A lot of, not necessarily Catholic schools, but really posh private schools. It's just boring. Yes, yes. Anyway, the last question is uh, one that pertains to both Uncle Redmond and the licensee. Now, some viewers may not know, but Uncle Redmond has been on a bit of a health kick prior to the uh, Gary on Cruising edition of the Corporate Box on Tour. And has lost a little bit of weight, lost a little bit of his pauseness. Uh, not, a, not a considerable amount, but a, enough to, to suggest this. Uh, anyway, one of the viewers has asked, who would now have the better BMI of, out of Uncle Redmond and the licensee? Um, can we really just answer this question on what is BMI? I don't really know. Is it, is it, is it body mass? It's some measurement for being a fatso. Um, so or not a fatso. Or not a fatso. So I'm probably... Dare I say it, a little bit less fat than you are, licensee. But I think the only way to tell would be to get the lovely Irene, beautiful Irene, who has not one but two beauty spots, Irene, to give us a cuddle, give us both a cuddle, and tell us what she thinks. Um, having said that, I think this is probably one of Irene's first jobs, and she's working her ass off, and I think she would see a fat white man as an opportunity to get away from this job, so she might be looking for someone fat. So she might choose the fatter of the two, I don't know, but... I'd like to have a cuddle with Irene, is all I'm saying. I think we already knew that, Uncle Redmond. I think we already knew that. All right, well, hopefully that's answered uh, a few of the questions of uh, Uncle Redmond's Furious Five, anyway. Back with more soon. All right, Uncle Redmond, you've just made a very impromptu uh, doorstop with a man in uniform. Um... And you asked him a very important question. Do you want to tell the listeners what that question was? Well, I saw a, I saw a gentleman who looked very important. Um, he had uh, a white shirt on with the pips. Um, when we looked at his badge, it did say assistant beverage manager, but he had a very strong... He could be a Bond villain. He had a very strong Ukrainian accent. I asked him about, do you need someone to man the bridge at all times? He said, yes. I can't do the accent. I won't even try. So basically, Uncle Ruben, you were asking... If the ship was an autonomous vehicle. Correct, 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 licensee. And he confirmed our, well, my worst fears, that yes, it is, it, 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 it needs someone there all the time. 24-7, there is someone on the bridge making sure this baby is driven in the right direction. Uncle Redman, that is a pertinent point, and it probably brings a good segue into our next point. We've been now on the Royal Caribbean Explorer of the Seas for six days in total. Do you think there's been any advancement in autonomous vehicles running willy-nilly around a jurisdiction in Australia since we last spoke? No. A 
Okay, well that is a wrap for another day of the Corporate Box on Tour, Carry On Cruising Edition. Remember to tune back in tomorrow for more shenanigans and laughs with Uncle Redmond and the Licensee. Thank you.